I found their trail. Gerald emerged through the brush, swatting at the cloud of mosquitoes that swirled around his head. Their trail? Juan felt his stomach twist in an even tighter knot. They went towards the river. Gerald flung open the doors to one of his sheds and began rummaging about. Towards the river? Juan exclaimed. I told them to stay away from the damn river. Yeah, imagine that. Kids doing what they were told not to do. Gerald hollered over his shoulder as the sounds of gear being tossed around could be heard from inside the shed. The big man emerged from the dark confines of the sturdy wooden structure with a coil of rope hanging around his neck and a variety of weapons dangling from his belt and vest. Juan saw the wince as the man pulled the door shut behind him. You are in no condition to be out stomping around in the woods. Juan gestured to the man who was showing the outward and very visible after-effects of just having fought a grizzly bear. He had blood dripping from his beard, and one eye looked as if it might be swollen shut before too long. As bad off as I might be, you are nowhere near in as good a shape. Gerald quipped as he gave himself a pat-down to ensure he had everything that he might need. Juan forced himself to his feet. The pain he felt was incredible, but he made himself take one slow and agonizing step after another as he approached Gerald. Those are my little girls out there, Juan managed through clenched teeth. And you will not be doing them any favors if you go out and get yourself killed. Gerald stepped up to Juan and put a massive hand in the middle of Juan's chest. He gave the slightest bit of a push. Juan's arms pinwheeled as he struggled to keep his footing. Gerald grabbed him by his shirt with the same hand and kept him from falling gracelessly to the ground. Like I said. Gerald left the statement open, but the meaning was clear. Juan was still standing there in impotent frustration when his crutch was thrust back in his hands. He felt the threat of tears in his eyes and forced them away. What you can do is build a massive bonfire here. Gerald pointed to the clearing in the center of what served as his front yard for all intents and purposes. I have no idea where they have gone or how far I might have to range to seek them out. And while they have certainly learned a great deal, they are still just little girls. If it gets dark, that may be the very thing that helps lead them home. Juan sighed and nodded. He knew that Gerald was right in pointing out the fact that he would be much more of a liability than a help out in the woods. He watched as the man waded out and vanished into the thick growth of the forest. Forcing away any feelings of self-pity, Juan set about stacking up a pile of wood. He was still toting wood when he heard a low moan. Turning, Juan saw a pair of zombies come stumbling from the trail just to the left of the cabin. They both looked relatively fresh. Feeling his anger build to the breaking point, Juan yanked free an axe from where it was kept to split firewood. He considered his crutch and just as quickly dismissed it. The time had come to walk without any help. He thought he remembered something from one of his cousins who had been in a car wreck and been put through physical therapy. She had mentioned something about the doctor insisting she walk through the pain or some such nonsense. Raising his weapon, Juan allowed the closest zombie to approach. This one had been a man. While nowhere near the size of Gerald, he was still fairly hefty. He also had a thick, bushy beard that was now stiff with dark blood. The man's throat had been ravaged, as had his left leg. Juan felt almost a bit of relief as he was able to identify the wounds as most likely coming from zombie wolves. 
He probably would have lost what remained of his will to live if he had seen the small bite marks of a child. He swung down and split the man's skull, letting go of his weapon and sort of hopping aside as the body crashed to the ground in a heap. It was the next zombie that was a little more difficult to deal with. Juan knew that a debtor was a debtor, but he still had a rough time with taking down the women or children. This woman was a tall, skinny sort who looked very much out of place in the rough environment of the Alaskan wilderness. Most of the women he had encountered were strong, thick, and on the edge of, if not beyond, husky. Being skinny was a detriment in this harsh, cold environment. The woman had lost an arm in the attack that had taken her life. Like the man, most of her throat was torn out. And then there was the curiousness of her being stark naked. Perhaps she had been bathing, Juan thought for the briefest of seconds, as he yanked his axe free and awaited the woman's approach.